Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, friends. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. We're not. We're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Hello. How are you? We have a guest today that we kind of just want to launch right into our chat with them, I think. I mean, it was... Unless you object, Dori, and you want to like have a a give a speech or a soliloquy? No, no, I have no speech. Um, I am happy to just launch into our conversation because it was a great conversation. Not that I ever thought it wasn't going to be given who the guest is. So one thing you might not know about Forever 35 is that our first guest was Jane Marie, podcast producer and host, journalist, stunning human former and beauty columnist for Jezebel host of the dream she's a Peabody and Emmy winning journalist she was on this American life I mean she's it's just the, it goes on and on it goes on and on and she was the first guest on forever 35 and other trivia fact about this podcast she is the one who suggested the name forever 35 when Dory and I were like, what should we call we, this? As we learn in this episode, someone else actually came up with it, but we're not we're not gonna yeah, reveal who plot that twist. Is. You're gonna have to hear it. <laughs> Which shocked me because I don't I think that was the first time I'd heard that. Same. Yeah. Well, we love Jane and it was a thrill to get to have her back on Forever 35 after almost six years. Um, she is a dear friend of the pod and a true innovator as a podcaster. We love the dream. And we're just going to get right into it. All right, here we go. Here's Jane Marie. Everybody, please welcome Jane Marie to Forever 35 for the second time, because you are not only a repeat guest, but you were our first guest. And... And you came up with the name Forever 35. <laughs> my dad did. Your dad? It was not me. It was my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, um, I mean, it's something wow. he says already, but um, no one listens to him but me. So then, yeah, I gave it to you guys. 
I can't believe I was your first guest and people kept listening. If anything, if That's anything, thrilling. they were like, I mean, that was years ago. You, you, yeah, it was years ago. It was years ago. And we recorded it in your old yeah. right here. studio. Right here. Yeah. And you brought out a tiny, you back. tiny zappity device on your face. Oh, wait till you see what I have I'm for you so today. I'm so excited. I can't, cannot wait. I, if, if all we want to talk about is makeup and skincare, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Fortunately, there's so much more, but we can focus on that. But let's start with this. What is a current self-care practice fave that you have right now? Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to start with the the big guns. Um, shameless self-promotion. I wrote a book, okay? And when you write a book, um, as you both know, um, when you write a book, uh, you get like paid like three, four different mm-hmm. times. You don't, you get like the deal and then they're like, but just kidding, you can only have it if you jump through the following hoops. Very and familiar. so I, I signed my book deal three years ago right the month before the pandemic, February of 2020. And then I didn't turn my book in until this summer. Um, So I got my second payment three years after the first one. And I'm saying all that as a caveat to what I'm about to show you was my gift to myself for finishing a book. And um, I now want to make enough money to buy them for everybody, but I have the Omnilux Contour. You are oh, holding you are up. I, do you have I don't. I think I have that one. I have two LED masks, but I procured them through like because I was writing about them, so they were gift, gifted to oh, me. Oh, I yeah, I just bought this straight up, but I'm putting it all over my body because mm-hmm. it's bendy. So I'm doing it once a day on my face, and also there's never too much red light. I read, and then I'm putting it on my chest like this, so for my neck, and then I'm putting it on my belly, and then I'm putting it on one thigh only. And then in six months, I'm going to see if that one thigh looks different than the other one. So I'll have to come back. Oh, wow. You're experimenting with this. I like how you're putting a face. Also, it's so funny. It looks like just a melted face. So that melted face is just going up all over your body. It's just such a strange, you know, like the mask is so malleable and weird. It is weird. But I like that it's malleable because you can put it anywhere. You know, you can just like, I don't know. There's like thousands of dollars you can spend on a full body that looks like a tanning bed kind of thing for the red light therapy but this is my current obsession and i'm i'm i do it every day and it gives me like a half an hour of solitude i saw someone because my daughter doesn't want to look at me with the mask on (laughs) i did see somebody in a red light like helmet for hair growth um Oh, that's supposed yeah. to be great. Yeah. I saw someone, like some sort of... But couldn't I just put yes, that I on Yes, I think you head? could. I was going to ask I mean? if you're putting it on your head because I did see that. I probably should. I probably should. Do you do yours a lot? I get into bed and put it on my face, but I I haven't done it other places and I probably should do that. But it's the... I find that when people ask about gadgets, this is the one I've only ever been able to be consistent with because it requires the least amount of work. Like it's not laborious in yeah. any way. You don't have to put on a gel on certain parts of your body and you just sit there. Dory, what have you been using lately? Well, I have been using something called a Nebulift. What's that? That was that was likewise sent to me. Um it's it's like the same idea, but it's it's a handheld thing. Mm-hmm. Um it is a multipolar 
RF radio frequency, uh, quote unquote, anti-aging device. Uh Um, And this is, this is how they describe it on their website. This patented nebula of gold electrodes (laughs) delivers RF energy with sub-millimeter precision. No, it doesn't. Reducing daily treatment time. (laughs) Right. Like what? To as little as 10 minutes, the nebulous system allows for progressively adaptive treatment for different skin types and various facial areas. It's an anti-gravity skincare. Oh, anti-gravity. That means. Um, Well, I was going to say nebulas are like in outer space, right? Aren't they? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That tracks. Um, It claims that it is effective for anti-aging, skin tightening, eye bags erasing. I don't get this that close to my eyes. Wrinkle erasing and acne marks erasing. That seems like impossible. Erase is a strong word. It also, I was going to say that sounds illegal. That's illegal language. They're going to get fired. No, because there's structure function claims and erasing is not one of them. Um, It's a... Yeah, it's like a word that makes a medical promise that you're not allowed to do. So, well, Dory, if but I if hope it works. If you see things getting erased, I'll be very curious. If I, see- <laughs> <laughs> I will, uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. How much happens. is the nebula <laughs> nebula lift? Um, it is three hundred and it's like three hundred. Yeah, same dollars. thing with this guy with the Omnilux thing oh this is my cheapy thing i've been doing lately and i don't know if it does anything but um tiktok made me look it up it's not the tiktok one that you see everywhere but i got it again off amazon got it on canal street so it's probably gonna fry my skin off but it's this um triple power i don't know what any of these things well i know what hyaluronic acid does but then it also has argoline and matrixyl 3000 um, Matrixel. I, I don't know. Have you I heard hear of about that? Matrixel, Matrixel all the time. Well, I, yes, yes. It's supposedly yes, moisturizing or something. Matrixel is is a great ingredient. Oh, is it? Okay, good. This is only like eight dollars. Mm. <laughs> it is known to me. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. I, I yeah. don't know. But um, this company, Timeless, mm-hmm. which is the one that made the CoQ10 serum that I used to rave about mm. they are also like big on matrixel and have like several pure matrixel products and yeah blah, blah, blah. one of those dermatologists so. that's turned into just like a a tiktok yeah. ad uh-huh. you know like one of those mm-hmm. guys that's like i have a product now it's all about matrixel so i was like oh i'll just look it up and i got this really cheapy one. Oh, interesting yeah. i've been using it for a month or something i don't feel any different but it feels good to be doing something wow it feels good to try. Yeah, I mean, it's all about like resting the control yes. back from yeah. the broader forces. Yeah, exactly. Which is like kind of, I think, a good segue to talking about the new season of the. Oh, Dream. good. <laughs> good. You tell me what. Well, because yeah. I think people people are always looking for people are always looking for someone to tell them what to do. Yeah. I think. Not usually me, which makes it weird. Made it a weird experience because I'm, you know, it was a. You're a rebel. Well, yeah. I, not anymore. I, you know what I mean? Like you have to like, d- like I have mm, to come to terms yeah, with yeah. who I am now. Mm. Uh, even on my yeah. drive over here. I should say a lot of, a lot of people yeah. just want someone to tell them what yeah, to do. Yeah. And I think I'm not, one of them everyone. now, you know, but I think I have to like remind mm. myself that now I'm that person. I was. Okay. So yeah. Jane, for the benefit of our listeners who might not be familiar with the dream, can you give us just a, a brief rundown of 
the new season and how you came to it and what you did in the first sure. couple of seasons. Sure. So we um, our first season's about multi-level marketing, which is like legal pyramid schemes, um, like Mary Kay and LuLaRoe and those kind of companies. And it's a it's like a deep deep investigative dive into that world. So you know, we hear from people who sell stuff through these legal pyramid schemes and folks who've like lost a bunch of money and uh, we joined one, which was kind of fun. And then we talk about the history, how these companies exist when absolutely no one makes money. Um, And then the second season kind of grew out of that. We looked at wellness because a lot of the products that are sold through multi-level marketing are wellness and beauty products. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I... The second season was not just an excuse for me to like pick on Gwyneth Paltrow, but that was fun. That was a fun added <laughs> bonus. And I also drove all over LA because LA loves wellness. Well, it um, yeah, collecting products and um, doing weird treatments and laying in infrared beds like we're talking about now and things like that. Um, but I was really just making fun of most of it. But then we looked at like why, you know, why it's legal to like do sell all these hokey pokey treatments and stuff. Um and it's interesting cuz there just really isn't um with the first season we we focused a lot on the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission should be keeping us from like signing up with pyramid schemes. Um but with wellness it's kind of more ambiguous who is responsible for protecting consumers in that world, Um, especially if whatever the treatment is you're doing or whatever product you're buying doesn't promise you that it'll erase, you know, stuff. If it just says supports Mm. or promotes or um, Mm -hmm. 98% of our customers saw a difference, like those aren't scientists. Um, And so then anyway, the third season, we are talking about life – well, Ostensibly, we're talking about life coaching, but really, we're talking about um, the American dream, uh, the pursuit of like success at all costs, and and optimizing oneself, and the constant message that I think us as women get in this country that you know you need to be trying harder and working harder at everything and putting on the right attitude and having the correct mindset and having it all and wanting it all and leaning in and all of that shit. And then that's supposed to somehow make you happy and healthy and wise. Um, And so I'm challenging that in this season. However, I started the season incredibly depressed and in a pretty dark place in my life. And I did want someone I have a therapist but I you know and I love her and she's great and and I'll never leave her but I I felt like I wanted someone to move my feet yes. for me <laughs> almost <Yes. laughs> I wanted someone to tell me what time to wake up or what time I had to leave my bedroom what time you know do I I just needed I was already having the feeling before the pandemic that there were like no edges to my days. And I think that's partly motherhood. Um, And I'm a single mom. So really, like, if my child is home with me, which she was for two years, you know, um, there isn't like a, I guess, mealtime kind of bookends your day, sort of, or like bedtime. But you just, 
I'm like always being a mom and always working when I'm not being a mom. Like that's my two zones. And both of those are a job. Yeah. (laughs) And there isn't, I I needed someone to come into my life and be like, okay, let's just, we have to get you back Mm. into the program here. Like you're, Mm. and I always say, you know, you see that everywhere. Like you have to prioritize self-care and like, you know, make sure you're taking care, put your oxygen mask on before you help others and all of those kinds of things. And you just think like that sounds selfish and and um, frivolous when there's so many more, like I have to pay the rent and I have to raise a child by myself. And like, I don't, there's no time for me, but I did start just having like an out of body experience in life in general where I was just mm. mo- like doing my tasks and that's the other thing that I think people don't talk about very much which is high functioning depressives and like I can make it look like everything's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I have never lost a job because of my depression and that's not to brag. I don't and I don't think there's anything wrong with if that does happen to you but um it looks like things are great and fine and um and keeping up appearances is is important right yeah. um unfortunately <clears throat> so that's kind of one of the things we're looking into is like can we stop <laughs> can we can everyone just like relax can everyone just can i just have I wish the world worked or I wish our country anyway worked in a way that like I could make a good teacher's salary and be okay. And instead the yeah. Cheryl Sandberg. Like it used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead I have to be Cheryl Sandberg. Right. Or right. I'm poor. Yes. And that's just like, yeah. what the fuck? So it's all of that. And we're talking about how it's killing people. It literally is killing people, people of color, like striving um, and um, ambition and and really like working overtime and trying to escape the station, your station in life or whatever environment you were born into. Mm-hmm. Or And I'm saying people of color because that's what the science says. Um, it like leads to hypertension, uh, coronary artery disease, all these things that – bring about early death and it's sick (laughs) and it's not good for it's not good for anyone i can't even say that i think it's good for sheryl sandberg or or jeff bezos or i like we're all suffering (laughs) it just feels like there yeah and it feels like there's no there's no way out and there's no end it's not like there's no end it's not like if you do this then It'll be fine. It's like, no, there's like, as soon as I could afford to so rent a home that was like not gross, people would say to me, older people and, and wealthier people would say to me, Oh my gosh, you're paying that much for rent. Why don't you just buy? And I'm like, you have no fucking clue what's going on. Right. Like you paid $150,000 for your like Los Feliz mansion in or you paid $150,000 down payment <laughs> and no one else was coming in all cash. Mm-hmm. And waiving the inspection that I did yeah. try to buy a house for a hot second and I put seven offers on seven different houses and people with wow. cash outbid me and waived inspections and just did everything they could do to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars more than what I had. Because if you pay in cash, you're actually saving yeah. money, right? Like you're not paying your interest, right. you're compounding. Yep. So, you know, yep. if I had $2 million lying around, I would have a house, but who has two million? I don't have money. So I, I can scrape together too much rent every month. 
But there's, you know, when I sit down and do the math, I'm like, okay, I could move into a cheaper apartment. I'd only have to live there for 10 years to save enough money to buy an equivalent space. You know, like I would be saving up, what, $1,000 a month? Oh, so for 10 years, I could do that. And then by that time, my child's in college and like, I'll, why don't I just, I'll just move into like a fucking retirement home in Miami, you know? I'm not gonna, yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, this grind that we're all making each other do is gross. And that's kind of what we're looking at. But also looking at like the origins of, um, you know, how 100, 150 years ago, like where did this idea of American exceptionalism mm. and this being a, a meritocracy, I, I think most of it's rooted in racism. I think that after the Civil War, people wanted to put the blame, like white people wanted to absolve themselves of any responsibility for what they'd been doing for hundreds of years to to black people. And they said, that's where bootstrap thinking came up, right? Like, okay, now you're free. And you have to do it on your own. This isn't our problem. And we're going to keep some obstacles up too just to see if you can figure out how to knock them down, right? And that idea is what we're all living under, all of us. (laughs) And we haven't gotten rid of it. And it's like so stressful and and irritating and um, very interesting to research. Jane, when I was talking about the Nebulift, I noticed – that right away you were like, they can't say yeah, that. Yeah, they can't. Like, that is illegal. Mm-hmm. But this feels like something that, like, now you are an expert on all this stuff, yeah. right? Like, you know what these companies mm-hmm. can say and what they can't mm-hmm. say. And I'm just wondering, like, how has that sort of changed the way Ooh, you move yes, through the world like, of products or have experiences? <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say I use mostly prescription uh, skincare now. I don't spend, you know, I was on like a La Mer kick for a while there. My friend Edith gave me a sample of La Mer. I've never actually taken beauty samples. I know you guys have, but I've never, never done that. So, um, I, but I did get into La Mer because I thought it was like not contributing to my breakouts or whatever. Um, and it's super expensive and it was a crazy bad habit for me to be spending that kind of money. Um, and I would try to replace it with Nivea, you know, whatever, but. Now mm-hmm. I'm after doing all this research, I'm just like, I'm just going to like do Retin-A and hydroquinone and leave it at that. And then I'll just like put Vaseline all over my face if I'm feeling dry or whatever. Or this $8 Matrixel thing. <laughs> like this, I'm goofing around. Like, I don't know. what the <laughs> Same thing with the red light thing. Like I'm, I am dicking around with that. Like I'm not, I don't know. It's, that's why I'm doing an experiment, putting it on one thigh and not the other. I just want to see what happens. Um, but I'm, mm. I'm less susceptible. I would say I'm also, it also though did make me more interested in like supplements and mm. stuff. More interested. It's so just like something more, more interested yeah. because I never thought about them before doing mm-hmm. the research. Never. Like we weren't a multivitamin family. Um, but we were also weren't a snack family. Like we had whole foods at every meal kind of thing. We lived on a farm, what you know, and ate vegetables and at every meal and that kind of thing. Um so I like becoming an adult and like going out on my own 
vitamins until I had a kid, really. I never thought about like supplementing my diet with anything. And now I'm like, oh, I wonder what NAD plus does or what they say it does. <laughs> Or whatever, whatever That's a the big thing one. is that people are trying. Yeah. It, it makes me more curious. It makes me curious about them. I'm not taking any of it, but I I am clocking it more now that I've done all mm. this research into that. Yeah. And then wellness like treatments. I don't. I still don't do any of those. I don't even really get facials. Like, what are facials? Like a good scrubbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes with these things like a facial, it's like if you if you enjoy the process of the facial, mm-hmm. like you enjoy the experience of going to mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. spa or salon or whatever mm-hmm. it is, lying there and having someone put creams on your face and, you know, do the extractions. Great. Yep. But like maybe don't think this is going to like change your no. life. <laughs> and you have to go back every week if you want it to like feel right. like the right. day of, right. you know, it doesn't, there's no lasting effects from like a good scrubbing, but I'll give myself a good scrubbing. So we're just going to take a short break and we will be right back. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep, and that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And 
What I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? No, no, I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about 
skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there. The overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos. And like within a few weeks, I had done a consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. I love the Tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started. And then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Jane, yeah. can, one thing that is interesting to me, because you've kind of had mentioned this, I, I can't remember which episode, but just the way in which like, you can scroll through TikTok and all of a sudden everybody is offering life advice. Like not even people who have taken some sort of life coaching course, which there's no like regulation when it comes to life coaching or accreditation, but even just like, I'm a mom of four and here's how I got my life together. (laughs) I do this and I watch those. I consume those videos. Me too. Me too. Obsessively. Do you know the lady with the face tattoos? She's gorgeous and she has the um, pentac... I don't. Pentagram on her hand. I've had to, I've had to take, I've had to take all social media off my phone. Um, but uh-huh. I still watch reels via Facebook. Admittedly. I should do that. But but I should I like they will come up as ads. Like they're they're like content creators mm-hmm. marketing themselves with life mm-hmm. advice. But their mm-hmm. own, their expertise is through their own lived experience, which is not to say that that's not valuable. But we're all just kind of sharing tips and getting tips from anybody right now, thanks to the yeah. ways in which especially like a platform like TikTok, but also Instagram, like the ways in which it it works. And like, I don't know, like, where do we go from here? It just feels very kind of open-ended and a bit like a free-for-all. I think we're going to get sick of it. Like, I think that, well, I'm, this is just my hopeful, wishful thinking, but I think for, in the same way that like after I was saturated with all this bullshit. I was like, you know, I'm just going back mm-hmm. to the basics. I'm going to go to my doctor. I'm going to do what my doctor says. Period. The end. I'm not going to – again, that's kind of like asking someone else to think for me. And I think that there's a lot of people that believe in wellness who don't believe in doc- believe in doctors, which is like two different things, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you do have to believe in wellness because it's not 
evidence-based most of it. Um, uh, I don't have to believe in my doctor. Like I'm fairly certain that if my arm needed to be removed for some reason and we removed it and I got better, that that was probably the right thing to do. So I think we're all going to get tired mm. of this. I think we're it's already starting. Like the the, the de-influencing mm-hmm. stuff that's happening, people are – thank God. I mean I've gotten in trouble in the past for like shit-talking a certain brand or whatever um, at places that I worked and wrote about beauty. And that's all changing, which is great. Um, I, 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 yeah. I think that collectively – I think the kids are smart – and I think especially the kids coming behind Gen Z mm-hmm. are very smart and very con- conscientious, like a little world-weary in a, in a way that I think makes them very thoughtful. Mm. I'm talking like <sighs> anyone in elementary or middle school or even early high school right now have grown up in, during dark yeah. times. Yeah, you those know, are my, like, kid. my kids <laughs> and your kid, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, dark shit, and they don't like it, and they don't think it's okay. Yeah. You know? I mean, I feel like as an 80s baby, 70s, 80s baby, we were taught that, like, Reagan was awesome, (laughs) you know? And then it wasn't until, like, as adults, we were like, what was trickle-down economics? What the fuck? (laughs) What was 13% interest on mortgages? Like, what? (laughs) And everyone was just like, yeah, it's great. Isn't the cocaine good? You know, and you're like, whoa. Um, but I think the kids now, you know, they – I think they understand. And I don't, and I mean all kids. I mean like all over the country because I have little sisters who are 13 and 15 and live in like the, you know, the, the boonies in Michigan. And even them and all their friends are just like the jigs mm. up, you know. So – I'm excited for that, you know, and they all totally believe in climate right. change. Thank God. Um, these boomers are going to die. And I think with them will go a lot of antiquated ideas that we explore in the show and in my book about what it means to be an American, about what it means to be industrious, about what it means to, you know, be um, seen as uh positive, helpful person in the eyes of the Lord, mm. all that shit is going to stop, hopefully. Well, you mentioned um, like people not believing in your in doctors. And it was so fascinating because I listened to the first episode of this season and you talk about this um, life coach influencer who came out of an MLM named Jesse Lee, who kind of gained infamy for misleading people on a retreat. Uh, Mm -hmm. about a a walk and people falling ill. And then I Googled, I had heard that story when it happened. And then I Googled this person and she died literally the day before this season came out. Wait till episode Okay. So, so you, so you talk about it in. I talked to her. I talked to her. Oh God. Yeah. It's harsh, man. We're doing a bonus episode about it. Um, Yeah. I've never had anything like this happen. Um, in my reporting mm. before, and this isn't about me. I mean, she's dead, so it's about her. But it's it, it's been a puzzle, yeah. is what I mean. Like, I've had. Pe- I mean, I've been working in documentary for twenty years, so of course I've done stories about people who are dying, or I've had people die. But I've never had um, such a nasty exchange and experience with someone like truly 
cruel and just weird and um and then they're gone and you like it like i don't know what to like i was so anxious even going did you know she yeah, was yeah did you know I talk she was about so it on that episode like so that episode was all done right she like she died the day before the season <laughs> came out so it was right. all done um but she was trying to cure her cancer um through her narcissism essentially and you know just by believing she could and not listening to any doctors and going to alternative medicine only and she had she not only had stage 4 colon cancer but she had all of those end stage cancers you know once you get something that bad and you have um what's it called when your abdomen fills with fluid when your liver shuts down that thing it's got a name i forget um she had to get that drained and stuff like and she remember what it's called yeah um she had to get a dozens of lymph nodes removed that were all cancerous like it was metastasized all over her yeah yeah and she knew this she knew this but she still thought she was curing it herself um there's even what i am i can't say but there's alternative stories out there among her followers about how she really died <laughs> she's just oh my god mm-hmm. that it wasn't cancer after all of that it wasn't cancer according to these folks um wow so it was bad what she was doing and telling people they didn't have to get mammograms and don't get ultrasounds and don't get mris meanwhile she's getting mris and then we have this like really gnarly experience with my interview with her and her bullying me for days on the internet and it was yeah it was um and I didn't like going into the interview I was so anxious because I knew she was super sick and I didn't want to um be me I didn't want to you know like it seemed like she was dying and she'd been losing a lot of weight and stuff and I figured out halfway into the interview that she had not not looked me up at all so she didn't know what and we'd given her all the information or her assistant i guess maybe her assistant didn't relay the information correctly but um i think they just saw like oh you're whatever you have this many listeners and okay we'll do it so she figured it out halfway through and what i figured out halfway through the interview in addition to that was that she was live broadcasting the whole thing what without my permission (gasps) yes on all of her channels oh my god Um, she didn't tell me i wasn't using my camera because i was like at my mom's house in the middle of nowhere in michigan and i was using my phone and um my camera was off and I started getting text messages toward the end of our interview from people that I'd interviewed on the show who knew her or had worked with her, like Aaron, who's in the first episode, saying, do you know that you're on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok right now? And I was like, what? Oh, my. Yeah. It's still on her Instagram because she's dead and she didn't remove it. So it's there if you want to watch it. It's really nasty. Um, Holy crap. Yeah. It was – an experience. And then she fucking died. Like an asshole. She was already an asshole. <laughs> but then she went and died. And it's just been like I don't know what to, I don't know how to feel about it. I feel terrible about it. I feel like I wish so. she was only 34, you guys. Oh god, seriously? 34. 
Oh, God, that's so awful. And essentially what what she told herself was like, I'm ready to be done now. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, what? I mean, it's a subconscious thing, but, you know, like, oh, it's so depressing. It's so depressing. So I talked to Aaron again for the show, and I talked to my friend Megan, who's a death doula, Mm. kind of about um, what people do when they have mixed feelings about a a loved one who's dying or who has died, because I think we Mm. do not speak about that in this country. That's for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. So you're not getting points in heaven if you do. But I did want to talk about that because I – I I have friends who behind closed doors will say, oh, my God, I'm, you know, the Jeanette McCurdy book is like a, the, the loudest I think mm-hmm. anyone's ever been about mm-hmm. that, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. And that was yes. just this past year. But like people, you're not allowed to say you're happy somebody died or that it, it's better for the world without them in it and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think that about Jesse Lee, but I, but I, I know that I have complicated – I've had – complicated feelings about family members passing. Um, I had a really abusive, creepy grandpa who died and and I got me and my daughter's names taken out of his obit. Mm. And it was like this huge hullabaloo. But I was like, just absolutely not, you know. <laughs> um, but then his wife called me and said that she was envious. So that was wow. nice. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about that. It, yeah, sorry, sorry, but you're just gonna have to listen to the rest of the season. <laughs> I can't wait, and it sounds. I mean, I think it just makes such a great point that this wait. is this permeates so many. It's not just like our life coach is good or bad. There are so many ways in which kind of the larger cultural narratives that we hear impact so many things. I mean, that is just truly... And the cult of personality. Like, the fact that people Mm -hmm. just continually blindly follow Gwyneth is so irresponsible and scary and dangerous and nothing sticks to her. She's like Teflon, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she she pays Mm -hmm. fines regularly for, like, trying to dupe people and, and for making, you know... Um, illegal health claims on products and things like that, but she never really suffers, and no one blames her because it's packaged in ambition and girl power mm. and all this bullshit marketing. And she's like killing people, you know. Like you cannot get rid yeah. of your cervical cancer yeah. with a jade egg. I'm sorry, you can't. <laughs> and if you don't know that yet, like I'm telling you right now, you cannot cure your cancer with a jade egg that you shove up your hoo-ha. She told people that might be a possibility and somebody might die from that. Same thing with Jesse Lee telling people, so, like, don't get mammograms. Jane, it'll kill you. Like, no. What? <laughs> what is what is kind of – what is the antidote to all of this? Talking about it? Mm. I know that's like the – boring journalist journalist answer (laughs) or historian or anyone who's an academic and whatever knowledge is power but i do think i think hmm, there's something very unlikable about me and i know that like i know people there are parts of my personality that people really don't like and i think a big part of it is that i I'm not polite enough. I'm not um, protecting everybody's feelings. Or, you know, I, I don't 
nice is boring, I think, you know, and that kind of thing. And so and I and I'll talk about stuff and I'll say like an asshole died, right? Like that was an asshole who died. And I have mixed feelings about it because on the one hand, I think it's better for the world that someone isn't telling other people to die and convincing their flocks to die the same way that she did. On the other hand, I think it's so devastating and horrible for her, for her friends and family. And you're not supposed to say that stuff out loud, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And yet, and I have to understand why people don't like that about me and be okay mm-hmm. with it, you know? And feel like, mm-hmm. I don't like everybody. But sometimes the people I don't like make a good point. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think we're all mm-hmm. very, and this also kind of comes up in the season, I think we're all very concerned with that likability. And I think it's it's the patriarchy. It's it's religion. It's all of that, be, you know, be, behave um, and be good. And you'll eventually in the next life, get, reap some reward for that good behavior. Mm. And I think it's, it's Ooh, killing us. I know. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So we should talk about makeup. Okay. Talk about, let's talk about makeup. Let's, that is the antidote. <laughs> oh, wait. First, let me show you my book. Let me show you my book. It actually came. When does your book a, come out? Oh, yes. A, <gasps> in March, in March. Oh, so but I'll exciting. send you both yes, copies. Please. So I have the galley. Yes, please. Yes. It's so a book. Jane's book it's is amazing. called Selling the Dream. Look at this. How many? Why did they make me write this many words? I don't understand. Like that's the thing. Like when I got it, it's a lot of, and work. I was like, "This is a book. Like this is a thick book." <laughs> I didn't need to write a thick Jane, book. <laughs> you, had, you had briefly. To. What is what is in the book that is maybe like not in the podcast? Um, oh my god! I, I always tell people anything you can share. Yeah, uh, totally. I'll share all of it. Um. I always tell people that if the dream was just about MLMs, we would never run out of seasons, you know, like we could do that topic forever. It would become very niche, yes. but we wouldn't run out of things to talk about. Sure. <laughs> um, right. That's yes. what the book is. Yes, it's yes. the rest of the stuff that I couldn't talk about. There's a whole chapter on like um, Deanne Stidham um, uh, from LuLaRoe and her, her parents. Her mom was a anti-feminist activist. Um, friends with Phyllis Schlafly and wrote a book about um, femininity femininity that I got my hands uh, on, which was like out of print. Um, and so I kind of dissect that book and and look into where LuLaRoe really came from. Um, there's a lot of character studies about the people who created the world of mar- multi-level marketing and, and, and mm. sort of the girl boss origins like with Tupperware and Avon and that sort of thing. So it's just a deeper dive and it's, it gets dark, but it's funny. I hope. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And new original reporting too. There's characters in here that weren't in the show. So we hear other people's stories. I can't wait. I mean, I just, I really appreciated. I hope you like it. I don't know. I loved learning about how the white Mercedes are acquired in the Arbonne world because that was, I I knew you got a white Mercedes at a certain level, but the way in which it's done is so scammy. It blew my mind. She's still paying for it. She doesn't even, she has to pay like a thousand dollars a month or something for this fucking car that says Arbonne on the side. Like they didn't buy her a Mercedes. Right, which is what you so think. It's so embarrassing. 
It's so embarrassing. And she's in this tiny town. When we went, when we went mushroom hunting, we went morel hunting up there and we got a bunch of them. Um, but we like would pull over and like climb around in a forest or whatever. And every place we went, somebody would stop and be like, Jennifer Ryla? Wow. What do you like? Cause her car is like a, mer- a white Mercedes with an Arbon thing on the side. And like, you can't leave your house in that without everyone in this small mm. town. Like seeing all every move, um, yeah, poor thing. <laughs> that was so. It was funny though. She's so sweet. I love her. We've kept in touch. I really like her a lot. Well, before um, we yeah. before we let you go, what are some products that you have brought here. to the table? Okay, one. I accidentally bought a product from a woman <laughs> who had a partnership with Lime Lime Life. <laughs> I love where this is going. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I forgot about it Go when on. I bought this. And it's like everyone loves this thing. And I just need to tell people that you don't need it. I mean, I do like a couple of the things in here. But have you seen this Danessa Myricks groundwork palette? No. It's huge. Okay. No. It's like a wallet. Oh, it's, it's pretty. So it's cream. It, like, do you see how there's two sides? There's a cream and a powder. Oh, yes. I see. Oh, but cool. I do want it this. Cool. I do want this. But okay. oh, cool. I know. But okay. But it's supposed to be all, all over face. First of all, palette. Oh. Like you can use the you know for like covering blemishes and things. Um, and Danessa's black, so like she made this a very inclusive color palette. Um, then there's the powder. St- I'm I'm still trying to work out like how they work in tandem, the cream and the powder. But. At the end of the day, it's just a neutrals palette. You know, you're like, oh, there's a cream and a powder. But then it's just a neutrals palette and the lady really likes MLMs. And so, whoops, I'll give it to one of you guys. (laughs) On my way, literally driving over now to get it. My next favorite thing that I got recently was this, and I don't know where the other blush went, but it's this, I like, you know, I like samples. We all do. Um, I buy sample size things or just try to get free samples as much as possible. But this was a sample size thing that just came out. It's the Rare Beauty highlighters and blush. You get two blush and two highlighters for like 30 bucks at Sephora. These things last forever. Do you ever have – have you ever used the Rare Beauty? No, but my teenager wants one, keeps talking about it. It's great. You know what it reminds me of a little bit is – you're probably not old enough for this either of you. But the – do you remember Bonnie Bell, the like cheek stain from Bonnie Bell? Yes. Of course. Yeah, it's like that. I'm 44. It's like liquid. Well, I'm 45. So take that. Well, Dory's um, 46. <laughs> I'm 46. Fuck you guys. <laughs> You're right in the middle. Okay, Jane. This we remember. Is, this is my other favorite thing because I'm old and I have to wear only greasy stuff yeah. now. You know, yes. Like what is up with that? Um, the creases. Yeah, yeah, you got to go to Westman Atelier. I'm sorry, it's expensive. But you like it. But their foundation is oil. Mm. This stick right here is, uh, it looks like nothing. It's just shininess. It's just smooth out your, I just like put it every, it's kind of like Vaseline a little bit, but it's got like a shimmer, like not a shimmer, it's got like an opalescence to it. And when I'm feeling like things are creasing, I just throw that and in there. And this is called their Vital Skin Foundation Stick. Is that correct? No, this is their – oh, God, see how old I am. Look at this. Lit Up Highlight okay, Stick. Okay, Just want to make sure 
the my little mm. impulsive buying. I know what I'm getting. It's the lit up highlight stick. It comes in uh, in colors too. There's like a you know pearlescent kind of like beige and pink, but those were they're greasy like this, which I like. But they are kind of similar to that NARS orgasm mm-hmm. stick, you know, the in color. Mm-hmm. And this is just like very, I don't know. It's really pretty. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about is this fucking. Well, no, this mascara. Um, Cali Ray tubing mascara. Have you guys, do you use tubing mascara? I did not know that this was like such an amazing thing. I use, um, I love tubing mascara, but I've never heard of this brand. Cali Ray, it's this one. I love it. I just, I got it in like a free thing. Okay. The last thing I was going to say is Pillow Talk. I'm like, this never worked on me because I got a sample. Pillow Talk. No, it's never worked on me. That's what I've been telling people. It's not right for me. It looks brown. Okay, the problem with samples is I can't read that on the bottom, but what I ended up <laughs> what this really is is pillow talk medium. You need the lighter one or the darker one? Mm. I don't I know, but I need the the medium is darker yes. than the yeah, regular there's one. Even there's pillow one talk darker than this. And then there's a dark the intense yeah. or something. I there's, didn't know. There's three. This whole time I've been yeah. using this and telling people pillow talk's garbage. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. No one few, should listen to me. A few years ago they came out with <laughs> darker versions of yes. the OG Pillow Talk. Yeah. It's confusing because so, they're all anyways. called Pillow Talk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly yeah. is confusing. Do you know that there's a Pillow Talk mascara? Is it pink? Is it like a dusty rose pink? I don't know. <laughs> they just have a whole line called Pillow Talk now, but it started as a color, but now it's just like everything is Pillow Talk. I mean, good for them. Whatever. Um, so I, I apologize to Charlotte Tilbury for turning about 10 people away from <laughs> Pillow Talk okay. by saying that it's brown, <laughs> which isn't a bad color, but not uh, when you're looking for the nude lip. Jane, where can our listeners find you? Listen to the new season of The Dream. Yeah. Tell us tell us all the okay, things. Okay, great. So you can listen to the new season of The Dream on Apple Podcasts. It's called The Dream hosted by me, Jane Marie. If you sign up for Pushkin Plus, you can binge the whole season right now. You can binge one through nine. <clears throat> it's actually not the whole season because I'm doing some bonus uh, content. Three more episodes are coming out wow. in a month or two. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one of them's a listener episode. <laughs> oh, um, I can't wait. Oh, cool. Yeah, the phone number is in the in the episodes, so it's in the, in the credits. Yes, I should have yes, had yes. it prepped here, but... Um, I so that's all on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. And then I am I got lucky because I'm old. I have the same handle on all social medias, which is C Jane Marie, like C Jane Run. So S E E Jane Marie. And you can find me um on the all the places. I think I'm on all the places. There might be a place or two I'm missing, but I think I'm on most of them. I know. There are like, too many what, places, what are the places, you know. There are too many places. This is the thing I'm talking about with um, people are going to get sick of this stuff, you know? Like pe- the kids are not going to yes. like living like – Yes. There's fatigue. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jane, this was so fun. Thank Super you fun. for everything that you do and for coming on our show. Yeah. yeah we love you. not too depressing. I love you too. I love you too and I love your listeners mm-hmm. and I love your show and I'm so excited that it still is here with us. Yay. Oh, thank you. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older. 
and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You know, I realized we didn't do a, a, any of our like visit our website stuff. So if you're new here and you do want to visit our website, learn more about Jane Marie or anything we mentioned on the show, that website is forever35podcast.com. We are on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast, and we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash forever35 with bonus content, video content, Discord conversations, recapping the OC. We're doing it all over there, and it's a, a very fun space for us to just kind of explore our podcast selves. <laughs> We are our, our truest podcast selves over on, over on the Patreon. <laughs> and we do love to hear from you folks. So if you want to leave us a voicemail or a text, that number is 781-591-0390. You can always email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And I was like so moved and inspired after our conversation with Jane Marie. I've been loving the season of The Dream. Mm -hmm. A lot of what she's 
talked about has resonated with me as a fellow middle ager. So I just, I love her work and it was just a true pleasure. Maybe in another five years, we'll have her back on the show. (laughs) I know we need to like send her a calendar invite for five years from now. (laughs) Exactly. By decade. Mm -hmm. Is that a a term? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, no, but Dory, it's not. Well, I made it one. (laughs) I've made it one now. So I wanted to just lean into our intentions for this coming week. Last week, I had just had the intention of collapsing and crying. How did that go? I don't know if I had a really big cry, but I did just kind of give in to the emotional and physical exhaustion and just try to like, just sat. There was one day where I just did nothing. I just kind of sat and that felt good. Mm. So, you know, I kind of could do it for a whole other additional week, but I'm not going to make that my intention. Um, I am traveling this week Mm -hmm. and my intention is to pack light. Now, I am a master packer, but I'm excellent at stuffing things to the brim, which results in me sweating through my clothes, running through various airports. So I am going to try to be very sparing in my packing, meaning like not a big carry-on. I don't need to pack every two scarves. I just am going to try to really, Okay. okay. I want to be, because I get so exhausted from the, the lugging and I'm traveling with my two kids and just me. And so I'll be helping them lug. And I I just want to be like light on my feet. Okay. Do you want to talk at all about what you're packing or not really? Well, I just love talking about packing. So, okay. I do too. I feel like I could do like 45 hours on packing. So we are traveling for, let's see, we have two travel days and then three on the ground days in New York City. And one night I have to dress up. So I have to bring like a dress up outfit. And then there's a couple other like, we're going to some shows, but I can probably wear like regular pants. So okay. I'm trying, I'm bringing my dress shoes, yep. my Hoka sneakers, and then mm-hmm. a pair of like casual sneakers. Okay. Plus there might be rain. For a jacket, I'm bringing a Steve Madden trench coat I picked up at Nordstrom Rack yesterday. That is the shit. Oh, wow. Okay. I have been hunting for a trench coat. I have tried on expensive trench coats. I've tried on not expensive trench coats. Steve Madden. I, I walked by and I was like, oh, hello, Steve. And <laughs> hey, Steve, this trench is, <laughs> hey, Steve, what's new in the like cool knockoff shoe industry? You know, but, did this you trench know what, coat. Did you know that I profiled yes. Steve Madden when I worked for BuzzFeed? You know what? Now that we're saying this, it's like vaguely familiar that you did. I did. Well, this coat, it's like the fucking perfect trench coat. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to try to find me. a link. I'm going to try to find a link. Me. So uh, I think it was about sixty dollars at Nordstrom Rack. I again will try to find a rank to a rank a link to share because I can't keep this one to myself. This was this is a good affordable trench. Everybody, yeah, don't don't gatekeep this trench. I'm not gatekeeping. I'm I'm not. I'm not. Here it is. I found it. 
Oh, oh gosh. See, it says I can't find it online. $69.97. It's 49% off. You might have to go to your local Nordstrom Rack if you have one. Okay. All right. Red well, alert. this is a good tip. Thank you, Kate. Uh, so, uh, so that's kind of what I'm trying to do. And then for my carry-on, I am bringing a Kayana Kai- tote. Ooh, and then I have a wallet on okay. a chain that I bring as my wallet slash like nighttime bag. Mm-hmm. And I might shove my Uniqlo crossbody bag in there too if I can fit it. Ooh, okay. You know, you just need a variety of bags. I feel like that is, as long as you can stuff, you're okay. Yeah, I feel like the last few trips I've taken, I have brought more bags than I actually ended up using. I have done pretty well. I feel like I need a, my big carry-on a day bag. And then unfortunately I do, I need like a nighttime bag, but that can be my doubles as my wallet. And I just wear it on the chain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've hyper fixated way too much about traveling. And now I'm like uh, a little too obsessed with it. Maybe I'll well, share a photo of wh- how, of how I'm packing. Maybe I'll share a photo. I feel like we, you know, we didn't travel for a long time no, because of COVID and like it's, I, I don't know. It feels, it does, it does feel different now. Well, I also err on the uh, like anxious side as a packer. So I go overboard. Like I mm-hmm. need to bring two different kinds of water bottles. Mm. Why? I, like there's no need. I'm going to a metropolis where if I need something in a pinch, I could get it. But I, some, sometimes I kind of pack like I'm going to the ends of the earth. Listen, Kate, as someone who has forgotten underwear. No. And then also on no. a separate occasion, forgotten shirts, brought no shirts. <laughs> this is like both within the past like five years, right? Or the shirts one. Isn't the shirts um, one from when we were doing this podcast? The shirts one, I think, was when we were doing this podcast. No. Yes. Yeah. They're both are when we were doing this podcast, but the shirts one I think was pre-pandemic. Okay. So that was a long time ago. That was a while ago. But I think the underwear one was last like Christmas time. I think. That's rough. Was that when it was? Whatever. Or two Christmases ago. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, look, I I approve of, like, being an anxious packer because sometimes when you're not anxious enough, you forget underwear. Well, I always bring extra pairs of underwear, too. I brought no underwear. I this know. is what I'm saying. <laughs> I hear you. I'm telling you. Like, I, I'm just I saying, swing I'm just way saying, to the other end. I'm just saying it's, like, good to be overly anxious about it because then you don't forget crucial items like underwear. Well, I appreciate that, Dory. I appreciate that. So, you know, um, well, last week I was trying to find a get rich quick scheme. How did it go? Are you rich now? Well, you know, as we're recording this, there is another Powerball drawing tonight. So I don't know when this airs, I might be a billionaire. Are we going in on a ticket together or some tickets? I think we should. I honestly will. I we we always do Powerball, Anthony and I. We always do it because we know the odds are good and the goods are odd. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so you know that that is the ultimate get rich quick scheme, right? Winning the Powerball. Yes, but I feel like that is the longest of long shots. Look, I played poker the other night. Did you win? No, I like okay, I, okay. I I basically broke even. I lost a couple dollars, um, which nice. is like fine. The point is, there was a person there who told us a story about her sister who had, I'm going to keep this vague because it's like not really my story to tell, but it has to do mm-hmm. with the lottery. Her sister got was getting divorced and had like they had like filed the papers and like a month later, her ex won $5 million in the lottery. And she only found out because the woman who I played poker with got a call from someone who was trying to track down the ex-husband to be in a like a reality show about lottery winners and they had somehow found her oh my god and she called her sister and was like did you know so and so won the lottery (laughs) and what's crazy about this too is that according to this woman this guy had always said he was going to win the lottery what yes now my question was how many lottery tickets was he buying (laughs) Like, had right. he spent he buying one? thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. over the year, over the years on the lottery? Although, you know, then he won five million dollars. So, oh my gosh. maybe so it's it just off. maybe it's just that I need to manifest this. This episode is sponsored by Powerball and The Secret. Oh, oh gosh. Boy. You would think that we haven't just listened to the most recent season of The Dream. I know. J- I know. Jane Marie tackles all these kinds of things. She really does. But look, what's your I intention get, for Oh, sorry. I get why people get like drawn in by this stuff. Of course. Like I understand I mean, it. Yes. Also, like, I mean, she talks about this, you know, like the whole kind of culture of American exceptionalism and bootstrapping and the individual, like all this shit is like inherited messaging that we just take with us. And so of course we, we want to win Powerball. Yeah. (sighs) Well, Kate, this week, you know, the, the, the world news has been insane and I need to like, just, not get so wrapped up in it because I'm doing the thing where I'm like staying up late. Yeah. Looking at news. Yes. I need to just like shut, shut that down. So that's my intention this week. Um, I totally hear you and honor that. I will say that I, I was, I was feeling today, like I was just had, you know, had CNN just going and going and going and finally started a, tried to start a new podcast that has nothing to do with like the news or anything just to give my brain some sort of break because it's really intense. And I know it is, I'm sure, especially intense for you. So I think that is a great intention. That's my intention. I love it. Ah, thank you. Well, Kate, this has been a delight. Let's remind everyone that Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrir, and you, Kate Spencer, and produced and edited by Sam Junio. Sammy Reed is our project manager, our network partners, ACAST. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.